the beginning of Pasha Bahar discusses Din of Shemitah and Yovel. Uh, it begins with all kinds of avodot you're not allowed to do uh, in the fields. And then there's a Pasuk, Vahita Shabbat Lachem La'ochla. That Shviyas should be for you in order to eat. For you, Lacha, La'avdecha, La'matecha, L'schircha, U'l'toshavcha, Hagarimimach. And also, not only that, but also for the animals, U'l'vevdecha, U'l'chaya, Shabbat Sechat, Hiya Kol Tavuta, Le'echol. It's also for the for the animals and the wildlife in your land. Uh, this Pasuk is the source, according to the Ramban, of a mitzvah, of one of the Tayag mitzvot in the Torah. Uh, the Ramban brings this in his list of mitzvot that the Ramban neglected to mention, that he forgot. It's called Shechichot Asei. It appears in the Hasagot of the Ramban at the end of the Sefer mitzvot. And in the third mitzvah that the Ramban forgot, according to him, it says that the perot shviit should be in order to eat. Vidashu, this is not just, you know, that it's not just a, to tell you that you'll have what to eat, but it's actually a mitzvah, that it should be in order to eat, because the drasha of chazal is, by not eating and by doing schora as opposed to eating, you're being over on an avera. So apparently this should be counted as one of the mitzvot asay. V'nech b'lazot mitzvah the Ramban continues b'amroyit barach v'achlu evyonei amcha shlo amal evyonei amcha ta'zov otam. It doesn't say you should just allow them to have it and do whatever they want with it. K'moshe amal la'enib v'lager ta'zov otam leket v'shechecha. Avla shon achila maskir v'hem ha'katuv b'chom ha'kom. It mentions specifically that one should eat. V'hinei since it's a mitzvah, if instead of eating it, you would do schorah, then you're being over on the isur asay, and, uh, and therefore, if we see from here, that should be counted as one of the taryag. The Ramban uh, brings this at, a, at, at the end of a list of other mitzvot, which according to him, the Ramban forgot. Um, and the other previous two mitzvot are very, very similar. The Rambam never mentioned that there's a mitzvah to say to eat Maser Sheni or Bechorot in Yerushalayim. And it says, And therefore we should count this as a mitzvah to say to eat in front of Hashem Lokecha. Mitzvah Shniya, what is the second mitzvah that the Rambam forgot? A coin is mitzvah to eat Chuma uh, when it's when it's when it's pure when it's tahor. Vauchel petmeah over baase. If you would eat it when it's tame, you're over on israase. Shnei emar b'sharecha tocholenu atame v'tar yechdav. You should eat b'sharecha. So again, from over here we see that there's a mitzvah to eat chuma b'tara. And the third mitzvah that the Rambam forgot is the mitzvah to eat perot shmita. So you have here a. You know, three different mitzvot, according to the Ramban, three different mitzvot which are similar one to the other. Uh, the first, the mitzvah to eat Maser Sheni and Bechot in Shalayim. The second, the mitzvah to, for a coin to eat Shumat Torah. And the third, the mitzvah on Shnat HaShemitah to eat Perot Shviit. Uh, as we said, the Rambam doesn't count any one of these mitzvot. But regarding the, the relationship between these three different mitzvot, one could say from the context that there's a positive commandment to eat Masusheni in Mishlaim, there's a positive commandment for the Kohen to eat Tumah and therefore there's also a positive commandment 
for a person to eat uh, perot shmita. Uh, of course, it's not a chiyuv. There's no obligation. It's not like the mitzvah to sit in a sukkah or to eat a kazayis of matzah on, on Lela Seder. But nevertheless, there's, there's a kiyum mitzvah. If you eat perot shmita, you, have, you fulfill something. There's a kiyum mitzvah involved, even though there's no obligation. Um, so that's how some interpret the, the Ramban, that there is a kiyum, there's something positive, the Torah was interested, that we eat uh, perot shmita. On the other hand, uh, the Chazanish understands from the uh, Ramban and the Sefer Mitzos that there really is no fulfillment of, to, or to, to, to uh, eat perot on uh, shmita on uh, on the seventh year, uh, but rather it's just an israsei. The pasuk comes to tell you you're not allowed to use perot as, as merchandise, as commercial merchandise. There's no positive mitzvah to eat. There's a negative mitzvah, which is what's called a lav habamachal asay. It's phrased in a positive way, la but it's not coming to tell you that you must eat, but rather that you should not use it as commercial merchandise. Rabbi Shavais was medayik. That the Chazanish's reading was correct from the fact that regarding Masasheni, Ramban writes, Nitztavenu lechol, regarding Chuma, the Ramban writes, Nitztavenu lechol, but regarding Shvius, the Ramban writes, Mr. Shlishis, Sha'amra Torah, Viperot Shvit, Vaitashavat Hasachem Lochla, Vidarshu Lochla, Vololoskara. He never uses the parallel Lashon, Vizashlishit, Nitztavenu lechol, but rather he just brings the Pasuk and he says, the drash is lochlav lo'uschora, and he sums up this hasaga by saying, v'hine, and according to this, ha'oses schora bahem over ba'ase. If you do do schora, then you violate the positive commandment of lochlav, but he never really talks about a positive commandment or a fulfillment of anything if one goes ahead and eats it. Okay, be that as it may, uh, there are two interpretations of the, the Ramban, when there is some, something positive about eating peyo shmita, or whether it's just an isra say, it's a lafa babachlal say, that uh, really one is not allowed to use it for commercial purposes, but there's no positive uh, commandment, or there's no, nothing that you fulfill by actually eating peyo shmita. Um, I have a little bit of difficulty understanding the position of the Chazanish, uh, and I'll try to explain why. Uh, the Torah says La'achla. Um, and the Ramban quotes the drasha of La'achla v'lo'schora. But for that same pasuk, there are a number of other drashas as well. In Avarazar Dav Sanach Bet, we have the drasha of La'achla v'lo'schora. But in Menachos Dav Pedalin, we have a different drasha from the pasuk La'achla v'lo'achla v'lo'lo'sreifa. That you should eat it and you shouldn't burn it. Uh, or in Psachim, uh, Dav Nunbeis, you have to eat it, but you shouldn't allow it to be destroyed, or you shouldn't destroy it. So, Shreifa and Hefseid are more or less uh, parallel, but if it were just coming to say, don't use it as commercial merchandise, how can you use the same Pasuk to Darshin, Moreover, uh, if one looks at a Sukkadaf Mem, we'll find that Again, they use the drasha of lochla in other ways as well. There's a machlokas between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yossi. What are the things that you can do with perot shmita? 
The Tanakhama says, "Ain mosum peot shviit lo lemishra v'lo lekusa." You don't use it to uh, to, to um, soak in water for whatever reason it is, for whatever reason there is. Uh, I'm not sure we use mishra for. Uh, and kusa, we'll talk about kusa. They don't use it to, to to use it to as soap to wash things. There are certain herbs and and uh, and vegetation that might be good for using it as soap. And you're not allowed to use peroshmita as soap. Rabbi Yossi Omer Mosinoto. You're allowed to use it for for detergent. My time with the Tanakama. What's the reasoning of the Tanakama? For the fact that it says la'achla, we see only you can eat it. You can't use it for any other purpose. You can't use it for detergent. You can't use it to wash something. My time with Rabbi Yossi. Amakra lachem. Lachem lechol tzorchechem. Lachem comes and says it. V'haya lachem la'ochla. Right? That's that's what the Pesach says. V'haya shabbat ha'aretz lachem la'ochla. So lachem says not only ochla, but anything that you that you need it for. It comes to widen the spectrum. V'afil l'mishra v'afil l'kfusa. V'tanakama ha'ktiv lachem. Doesn't Tanakama have the the broadening of achila because of the Pesach of lachem lechol tzorchechem? You can use it to extend it to things, not only eating, but other things that are similar to eating, uh, insofar as they have the same characteristics. When you eat something, you get hana at the same time that the peros are destroyed. Uh, so you can use it for any time you have hana'a ubiroshaveh. For instance, can you use shemen in order to um, to light a candle? The candle burns at the same time. You, you, you get light at the same time that the candle burns. So that's hanato ubiro shaveh. However, when you use it for detergent, so it's hanato achre biuro. First, it you it soaks in the water, and only later on does it is it used to be, to clean the clothes. So first the 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 fruit is destroyed. Only later on do you get benefit. Yatsu mishra ukfusa shenatan achar biuran. Rabbi Yossi, haktiv ochla. Does Rabbi Yossi also require something similar to achila? He uses lachla to cancel out the possibility of using it for some for medicinal purposes. How do you know that you should from the you should be you should be negating medicinal purposes, maybe negate using it for detergent like Tanakama? Lachem extended it and broadened it and included using it for detergent. Mara'ita. How do you know? How do you know what to include and what to reject? What to negate? So Rabbi Yossi says, I include things that are similar to Achila that are used for normal purposes. However, a malumba is only used for somebody who is sick. And therefore, what you have, both according to the Tanakhama and according to Rabbi Yossi, you have a broadening of Achila, not only Achila, but also other things as well, and then a limitation. So according to the Tanakhama, uh, la'achla, la'achem comes to say not only Achila, but other things as well. 
The Tanakhama includes any time Hanaaso Ubiuro Shave when, for instance, lighting a candle, not only achila, shtia, sicha, but also lighting a candle, and as we'll see later, also using it as a dye, because at the time they use it as a dye, uh, the dye goes onto the, onto the uh, clothing at the same time that it, that, that, that it, uh, that the, the, uh, it becomes destroyed. So using it as a dye, or using it as, uh, using it uh, to light a candle, those are hanaso, ubiro, shabe, and that's okay, that's l'chol tzorachichem. However, what's not a chotzar chechem is to use it for kibus because for kibus it's hana aso acharei biuro, and that's excluded from la achla below the kibus. However, according to Rabbi Yossi, uh, the line is in a different place. Lechotzar chechem comes to include kibus because that's something that's used by kol adam. All people need it, so that's included in la achla lachem lechotzar chechem rather. And then you have a pasuk that says. Uh, because Mulugma is something that is only used by people that are sick, normal people don't need it, and therefore that's not included in La'achla. So that seems to be the, the simple reading of the Gemara. But what you see from over here is that not only is there a drasha of La'achla of Lola there's also a drasha of La'achla of Lola Mulugma, there's a drasha of La'achla of Lola Kvusa, there's a drasha of La'achla of Lola Shrefa, there's a drasha of La'achla of Lola Hefseed. How much can you be darsh from one pasuk La'achla? And therefore it seems that the... Really we're not talking about different drashas. We're talking about one drasha. The Torah says La'achla. The peos shvius should lend itself to the possibility of the kiyum of achila, and anything that undermines the kiyum of achila is something that you can't do. So, what is achila? If achila includes kvisa, so laachla comes to exclude melugba. If achila includes only hadlakas haner, so laachla comes to include, exclude kvisa. But basically, the, there is a positive fulfillment of using peos shvius for achila. And the velo is anything that undermines the kium of la'achla. So there are many things that could undermine the kium of la'achla. Hefsed, Srefa, Melugma, Kavusa, any one of those things could undermine the possibility of la'achla. And therefore all those drushas are legitimate because they're not independent drushas. It's all one drusha. Use it la'achla. Anything that's not included under la'achla is not allowed. Because by so doing, you're destroying the possibility of, ha- of using the parashviyas the way that the Torah prescribed. However, what about lachla v'ol How does schora undermine the ability to use shviyas the way it was prescribed? Okay, so you used it, you sold it, the person that bought it will be able to eat it. Why, why is schora a violation of the kiyum of achila? So, there's a Rashi in Sukkot Aflamet Tess, a very interesting Rashi, who writes, Da Torah amra la'achla v'lo l'schora, shekol peo shviyas chayavim l'spayim shviyas. There's a requirement, you're chayav, you're obligated to use peo shviyas on the seventh year. Hein u'dmeim. Them, as well as their, their worth. In other words, if you sell it, you also have to use the money that you, that you received for the perils. You have to use that money on Shemitah. If you're using it for commercial purposes, then you're using it to make a profit. You take the money, you put it in a bank. You have it for years to come. 
That's a violation of La'achla. La'achla says, use the Peor Shemitah, and by Shemitah there's a halacha of its tofes as damav. If you sell Peor Shemitah, the money also becomes Kadosh with Kedusha Shviyas, and therefore you have to use the Peor Shemitah as well as the money that you receive for those Peor Shemitah. You have to use it on Shemitah itself. You take that money and you buy fruit and you eat it on Shemitah. However, if you're using Peor Shemitah in order to make a profit, for commercial reasons, and you take that money and you put it in the bank, that's a violation of la'achla. The schorah undermines the kiyum of la'achla. So what we see, according to Rashi, is that la'achla v'lo schorah also is, is because schorah undermines. Schorah using peroshviyas for commercial purposes and to take the profit and to put it in a bank account is undermining the mitzvah of la'achla, which requires that you use the peros or the money that you receive for the peros for achila on Shemitah itself. And therefore Rashi in Sukkah Nachmamalif writes, chaluk. If you, if you sell peros Shemitah, even to Sechorah, but you had some extra, you sold it, you have money. You're not allowed to use that money and buy a beged. And the issue of Tzchorah is what? Tzchorah is, includes anything whereby you're not using the money that has Kedusha Shviyas on Shviyas itself. So either you could put it in a bank and that would be a violation of La'achla or if you buy a Beged. A Beged isn't used up on Shemitah. It will survive Shemitah and you'll use it afterwards also. That's the same Isser uh, yeah, as, that's the same basic issue as Olola Schora. Right? You didn't do Schora, you didn't use it for commercial purposes. You bought something with it, you didn't use it for private, you didn't open up a bank account. Nevertheless, you bought, you bought something that you were able to benefit from even after the year of Shemitah. Chaluk, you bought a beggar with it. That's the issue of the Achla, the Lola Schora. So according to Rashi, it's clear that Schora is, is Asa because Schora undermines the kill of the Achla. And therefore, it's difficult for me to uh, to claim that according to the Ramban, the din of the Mitzvah Sasei Doraisa is an Israse without there being any Kiyum. Because if it would only be an Isr, how can you learn independent Isurim from the Pasuk of La'ach Lavalo? How can you learn La'ach Lavalo? L'schor La'ach Lavalo? L'hefzid L'ach Lavalo? L'ach Lavalo? How can you learn so many different independent Isurim? Apparently, it's not independent Yisurim. There's one kim of La'achla. And anything which undermines the kim of La'achla is, is, is Nasser Midin Yisraseh. So, if so, one has to assume that this is a kim of La'achla. Okay, now let's try to understand the Shita of the Rambam. As we saw, the Rambam doesn't count any of these as a Mitzvah Minat Torah. Uh, not Truma, not Masr Shaini, he, he doesn't mention any of them. Um, so the question is, you know, why didn't the Rabbim count them? So there might be a, an answer which really covers all three, um, all three of these areas. The Rambam, when he talks about Per Shmita, he writes, Per Shmita nitnu, 
לאכילה, לשתייה, ולשיחה, ולדקסניה ולצפייה. ולהשוואה לומדו תהיה אף להדלקס הנר ולצפוע בצבע. In other words, he talks about that, that the perishvies have a number of different uh, uses. They can be used for achila, shtia, and sicha. And there's an extra drasha which tells you that it can also be used in order to light a candle or in order to, uh, in order to dye a beggar. Now, the Rambam has a parallel lashon regarding uh, trumos, that trumos nitna lachila, shtia, usicha. Um, and the same by Master Shemi as well. In other words, according to the Rambam, Atruni Tenes Lachila Lestia Ulasicha Shasicha Kestia Perakir Aleph in Hilfos Truos, and he has a similar lashon by Master Shemi as well. In other words, the it's very possible. Let's take a look at Master Shemi. Um, Right, so, so it's very, very possible that according to the, the uh, Rambam, the halacha of is not, you know, the halacha is not a mitzvah on the gavra, that the gavra is chayav to eat but rather it's a din in the chefza of the shvius itself. Shvius are nitanim l'achila shtia usicha. It's not that I'm chayav to eat it, but the peros themselves, the, the kedusha of the peros includes, so the purpose of these peros are to be eaten on Shemitah. Because there's a din in the peros rather than a din in the, in, on the person. And therefore it's not called a misasaseh, right? Maser Sheni, Ramam writes in Perak Gimel Achiyud, Maser Sheni, Nitam Lachilu Ushtiyah Shnema Vachat of Tehashon Lokecha Vesicha Kishtiyah. So again, you have the same Machilu Ushtiyah Vesicha. So in Truma you have Achilah Shtiyah Vesicha, in Masashen you have Achilah Shtiyah Vesicha, and then when you get to Perishvius, you have Achilah Shtiyah Vesicha, and then a special Pasuk of Tiyah, which, which comes to include Hadlaka Saner and Tzviyah. Okay? So, it's very, very possible that according to the Rambam, the din of Achilah Shtiyah Vesicha are not mitzvahs on the person, but rather it's a din in the Truma, it's a din in the Masasheni, it's a din in the Peoshvis. The Peoshvis, the Kedusha of the Peoshvis, are a Kedusha which, which, you know, the fulfillment of the Kedusha. The Peoshvis are, 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 are meant that you're supposed to realize their Kedusha by eating them on Shnasashvita. It's a din in the Pri. It's not a din in the, on the person. So, of course, the Ratzana Torah is that you should realize the Kedusha in its fullest of the Parashmita. So what should you do? You should eat it. But you should eat it in order to realize the Kedusha that's inherent within the Pri, rather than an independent Kiv on the person. So when we talk, when, you, when we have Parashmita, that has a certain Kedusha, that has a certain Kedusha which has a certain, um, a certain goal that's supposed to be realized and achieved. So achieving that goal is doing the right thing. But it's not a separate mitzvah in the Minya Mitzvah of Tayag. So it's very, very possible that according to the Rambam, uh, regarding all these three questions, these three mitzvahs which the Rambam claimed the Rambam left out, is because according to the Rambam, 
ترومانی تنس لخی داشتی و سیخه بس شیلی تنس لخی داشتی و سیخه این پرش میچلیس نیتنو لخی داشتی و سیخه هلکس هنر این تفیه It's a din in the peros rather than a din in the person and therefore the Rambam didn't count there. Okay. Now let's take a look at, you know, are all these the all, all these things on the on an equal footing, on an equal level. Uh, or maybe there are differences. Why would I think that there's a difference? The Rambam writes, Peoshvis nitnu sicha you know, are all of them on the same footing or not? So there's a very, very interesting halach uh, in the Rambam, in Hechel Shemitah, Perivav Halach Aleph. Ein osim schor perishvies, that we already saw, im natsa limkar ba'atmi perishvies, right, let's say, you took, you didn't take it to hoard it in order to use it commercially and to sell it, but rather you opened up your gates and you took it off for your own personal use. And it turned out you don't need so much. So you have some left over. So instead of letting it ride, you can give it as a present, or you can also sell it. It's, you're allowed to sell it. You're not allowed to use it commercially, but you're allowed to sell if you have some left over. So, im ratzel limkor ma'atli perishvies mocher v'osan adamim harehen k'perishvies. So we, we we already noted that when you sell perishvita, right, the peros remain kadosh, and the person that buys it has to use it in the in the proper way. However, the money that you received also gets kedusha shvies, and you have to use that money. To buy peros, etc. Right? Hare osam dam harein kiper shvius yilkach behen machal. You have to use it to buy food. Viyochal bekedusha shvius. Vaosu apriya nimkar hareu bekedusha sok shahaya. Okay. So you have to buy food and you have to eat it. Why do you have to buy food and eat it? It has kedusha shvius. So maybe instead of buying food, I can buy animal food and feed it to my animal. Right, we saw that perishvius. Not only is it lachem laachla, but it's also lehem lehem techav lachayashem besada. Kedusha shvius is also chal on on ochel behema, on machal which is right for behema. So why do I have to buy ochel and eat it myself? Why can't I use it to buy ochel for my animal? The Rambam says explicitly in Perakhei. You can take perishvies that are either you know, and you can sell it. And what do you do with the money that you receive for that, that shvies? You have to take that money and buy ochle adam. In, what, in other words, what you have in the Rambam are two different levels. The highest level is Ochel Adam. If you have Ochel Adam, you can sell it, you have to buy Ochel Adam. But then Rambam says even something else. If you have Ochel Behema and sell it, so I would assume that the money that you, that you receive for it should have the Kedusha of Ochel Behema. And you can buy Ochel Behema with it. The Rambam says no. You have to buy Ochel Adam. That's what we saw in Parikvav. That if you have, if you sell shvius, you have to use it to buy a machal and to eat a pikdusha shvius. Because even if you sell ochel behema, the money that you receive, you have to use to buy ochel adam. In other words, what you see over here is that really there are two different levels of a kima fulfilling uh, 
Kedusha Shviyas. The highest level is using it for Achilashti Usicha, for your own personal use of a person. Ochel Adam has to be used for Ochel Adam. You can't use Ochel Adam and give it to a behemoth to eat. If it's Ochel Behemoth, you can give it to Behemoth. If you take Ochel Adam and sell it, of course you have to use the, 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 the money for Ochel Adam. The Ram says, if you take Ochel Behemoth and sell it, now you have money. Once it's money, right, and it's no longer some type of uh, vegetation which is normally eaten by, by an animal, and that's Kvishashvias, so all of a sudden the, 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 um, the road is open to use this for its primary use. It's no longer limited by, by the reality of it being something which cannot be, or, or is normally not eaten by human beings. Now it's just money. Money lends itself to, to the primary key of Kedusha Shviyas, which is Achila Shtia Usicha. So according to the Rambam, even though the Pasuk says that which is talking about human beings. Which includes also Behema and Chaya. Behema and Chaya is on a lower level. The primary key of Perishvius, if it's at all possible, is Ochel for people. Behemta Chaya is in addition, includes also, the lower level, where it's Ochel Behema. Once I transform it into money, so it lends itself to the primary key, and therefore it has to be used in the primary way. What, 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 what about, um, we saw that parishes can be used for human beings, uh, for Achir Shtiasicha, Hadlaka Saner and Are all those five things on the same level or not? The Rambam writes in Perek HaLachaches, Right? What happens if you sell it and now you and now you buy shemen? You can't use the shemen for adlaka. You have to use it for sicha or for achila. Once you transfer it into money, you can't use it for adlaka anymore. You have to use it for achila Why? What's wrong? The answer is because the Rambam wrote at the beginning of Perakei that even though Perakei's nitnu lachilas tiyasicha hadlakas neir tzviya, how do we know hadlakas neir tzviya? Neashvul lamdu tiye after hadlakas neir of the tzvah botzeva. The Torah's Quran learns that that the addition beyond truma is only achilas tiyasicha. Basar sheni is only achilas tiyasicha. All of a sudden, here we have an addition. Where's that learned out from Tia? Tia was The addition of the possibility of Tzviya and Hadlakasaner is learned out from Tia. And therefore, it's not on the primary level of which includes only Ochel Adam, but rather we're talking about on the secondary level of Machel Behema and other things that are included from the addition of Tia. What's included from Tia? That's Hadlakas Haner and Sphia. So if you take uh, Shviyas and you sell it, and it's irrelevant whether you talk about Shemen that was going to be used for Hadlaka or Machel Behema, once you sell and transfer it to money, 
and the possibility of using it for its primary kingdom exists, you have to use it for Achilles Tiusifa. So what we see over here is that there are really two different levels of Kiyumim in Perushvius. The primary level is for Ochel Adam, Achilles Tiusifa, just like by Chuma and by Masr Sheni. And then you have a secondary level that's learned from Ula Behemtecha, Vlachaya Shabbat Secha, Tia, Kaltuasalachol, including Tzviya and Adlachasaner, but that's on a secondary level. It's not the primary kiyum of Achilashtia, the Sicha.